music and he's ready to go. Noodle on his left, chess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. And good morning, Bakers. What is going on? Happy well-dressed Wednesday to everyone. What an incredible night for baseball last night. Hang it in the Louvre. Um, I mean, if if last night the only baseball game was the Angels hosting the Rays, you'd have a full you'd have a full show. Uh, no hitter. Reed Detmers, the kid out of Louisville. Tried telling you. He was one of the guys that has a chance for the Angels to change the narrative around there. The three guys that really made me think the Angels had a chance to change the narrative. Trout and Otani. uh, Those guys. Those guys are really good. Um, Again, Reed Detmers threw a no-hitter in this same very game we're about to talk about. Um, Trout homers Rendon hits a lefty homer I was so excited I tweeted out Otani And Trout went back to back And that didn't happen Um, I'm replying to my own tweet Because I was just juiced up Um, Hey guys Welcome to the middle of the week show, the Wednesday show. We're going to talk some baseball. Um, we might, not really going to mention some hockey. You might see some hockey updates tonight. You might want to follow myself, Joe's McFly, um, Jimmy O'Brien, aka the John Boy. Um, big day. Yankees are playing a a twelve thirty five game, so we've got that coming up. Um. In BBD, I will start with our Yankees. You know, we, uh, you know, if you're listening to this by now, you know that baseball takes priority and the Yankees kind of take priority. And all of this is built on, like, passion, excitement. Joe's McFly getting interviewed right now, not a big deal because he's passionate. If you didn't see him last night, you need, you need to go check out his stuff. Uh, passion like that doesn't grow on trees. That's a new phrase. New phrase you guys can steal. Let me get the chat open. I'm excited to see you guys. I'm excited to talk about it. Let me talk about the New York Yankees. Um, Because they played the Blue Jays last night. The Yankees continue. Uh, They are now 21-8. and Best record in the AL. Are they best record in baseball? MLB standings. Let's see what I, I think the Mets may still. The Mets have still. Them. Mets are twenty-one and ten. That's two more losses. Dodgers are twenty and eight. Yankees are the best record in baseball. Let's go. New York Yankees are the best record in baseball. They face the Toronto Blue Jays. The Jays, the team that uh, you know a lot of people were anointing next in the AL East, and rightfully so, talent-wise, they have a ton of talent. A lot of names you know. You might know their daddy's names. That's how good some of these guys are. Um, the Yankees and Blue Jays 
paired up. Luis Severino, Yusei Kikuchi, uh, George Springer leadoff home run. That's obvious. That's just what he does. He's a Yankee killer. UConn, he's awesome. Go check out that stat page. Uh, Blue Jays go up 3-0. Hicks kind of almost robs a homer, not so much. Keeps it in play. It's 3-0. Yankees are getting no hit. And by the way, go check out Talking Baseball today. And it's something we're going to talk about later in the episode. I'm going to do the all-struggle bus team. Um... I say that in an endearing way because I think things are going to turn around. Trev and I talked about it a lot on Talking Baseball. Uh, hitting is still so down, and this game is the perfect example. Yusei Kikuchi was no-hit for a while. Reed Detmers threw a no-hitter last night. Justin Verlander almost threw a no-hitter. Nestor Cortez almost threw a no-hitter the other day. The balls are dead. The pitching's almost too good. Um, if you want to deep dive on that, go check out Talking Baseball. Me and Trev, players only up. Uh, we had a lot of fun there. Yankees, uh, their bullpen comes in and doesn't fully bullpen. Uh, they they give up a couple runs. Uh, this was after Giancarlo Stan finds a short porch. Update for all Yankee fans. We are full on embracing the short porch. Joe's McFly was all over it. It's been a conversation in the office. Yankee fans have kind of teeter-tottered on it, kind of like, oh, well, you know, both teams use the stadium. Like, you guys hit short porch home runs. That's kind of been our run-of-the-mill comeback. Screw it. We're, we're full-on embracing the porch. The porch is the 10th man for the Yankees. If the porch helps us, awesome, good 10th man. If the porch <laughs> helps the other team, you say, you know what, 10th man had a bad day today. Like, that's it. Sometimes it's guys on your team have a bad game. It's over. Um, like that's it. A lot of guys have bad days on a baseball field. That's baseball, Susan. Uh, so the Yankees' tenth man helps out as Stan hits one to right, ties it up at threes. He's awesome. He kind of pimped a porch job, which that's rare. Uh, but he did. Sorry about you. Um, but Blue Jays, kudos to them in the eighth inning. They put on two runs. They get ahead. Uh. Johnny and Chad, you know, two guys that they've seen a lot now. We'll see what that means for the Yankee season. Two guys in the Yankees pin that haven't been lights out sharp. It's bottom nine. In comes Jordan Romano, the guy that had, you know, 28 straight save opportunities. Did he get in the 30s? Uh, you know, one of baseball's newer dominant closers. Some of the baseball savant wasn't so into it. We saw that the other day. Uh, and the Yankees got close. Last time they saw Romano, I think they loaded the bases. They had a chance. They didn't get it done. This time was a little different. Um, Jordan Romano comes in. Uh, he strikes out IKF. And you're like, damn, one out. Four pitches, kind of dominated him. That's whatever. Jose Trevino would come in. The Yankees rotating catchers, Higgy and Trevino. Trevino had come in uh, for Higgy getting pinch hit earlier. Um, he draws a walk. Six-pitch walk. Goes to 2-2. Ball. Or is 2-0. Romano fights back. He throws two sliders. Both on the fringes. Uh, strike looking, strike swinging. Trevino. Ball, ball. He draws a walk. DJ LeMayhew comes up. We love DJ. Another five-pitch walk. Um... Romano looking a little sus, for lack of a better term. Um, and here comes big Aaron Judge. 
We love Aaron Judge. We have the most belief in Aaron Judge. He never had a walk-off homer as a Yankee. He goes down 0-2. Strike looking. Fouls off. Fouls off a slider. Ball. Foul ball. Foul ball. Paul O'Neill with an amazing note. Um, maybe amazing's too dramatic, but for baseball, it's so true. Romano started out judge slider, slider, slider. Strike, strike, ball. So it's one, two. And he throws the fastball. Fastball away. And judge fouls it off. And he looked good. He like kind of barreled a foul ball, for whatever that means. And for whatever that means is important to baseball. Romano throws two pitches, a fastball and a slider. Judge had seen them, and he adjusted to both of them. Six pitch of the at-bat, slider high. If thou shall hangeth, thou shall bangeth. Judge hits a mammo, second deck to left field at Yankee Stadium. Walk off home run. Um, A thing of beauty. The Yanks are rolling. The vibes are immaculate. The Yankees are hitting walk-offs and hitting the gritty. Things are really good in Yankee land. Um, The Mets won last night. I'm not going to fully break that down. Cookie Carrasco with another good start. Um, Mets come back from down 2-0. McNeil, McCann, J.D. Davis with the insurance run in the ninth. Good fortitude to win that game. Fortitude not doing a full breakdown. I'll tell you why. We're going across the country. The Los Angeles Dodgers, they won a game 11-1 over the Pittsburgh Pirates. You're probably sitting there saying, "Uh uh-huh. And that's what they do, right? It is what they do. Um, The Los Angeles Dodgers, I mean, the phrase that we keep saying, uh, they haven't fully been clicking. They have the best record in the National League. They have the best win percentage in the National League. They're 20-8, and a 7-14. Again, a a few of their guys on offense hadn't really gotten it going. Their pitching is disgusting. Their hitting is disgusting. Um, that's a team that added Freddie Freeman. Um, circle back on them like the Mets in a minute. We have to go out to Los Angeles. Crazy days in Los Angeles. We were already out there. We just talked Dodgers, Jake. I know. The Angels. Um, they hosted the Rays. We said this was a big series for the Angels. The Angels got off to a good start. Now they're hosting the Rays, the pesky Rays, the Rays that just went up and they took three out of four from Seattle. They go to Anaheim. They get bully-balled in game one, 11-3. Otani with two homers and a grand salami, boogity-boogity. Him and Trout, they went back-to-back in this game. Misfired my tweet over it. Over it. They come back today. You just won 11-3 versus the Rays, game one. Slapped him in the face. Wow. They beat the Rays. 12 to nothing. Kluber gets popped. Eight earned in three innings. Buzz, your girlfriend, woof. The Ray's pen comes out and actually kind of does Ray's pen stuff, which that's funny. They go one, two, three, four, four shutout innings. The Rays do finish the game with Brett Phillips. Um, a lot of people love Brett Phillips. I love his energy. Um, You know, him pitching this much? Is that great for baseball? I don't know. Led to some entertaining highlights. Do I love seeing Anthony Rendon hit a lefty homer? His first ever left-handed at bat? A guy that, quote-unquote, doesn't 
you look at him and it looks like Anthony Rendon doesn't care about baseball, and maybe him hitting a lefty homer, <laughs> you could put that in in the case. Um, that was really cool. I loved it. Uh, again, sports are entertainment. And Anthony Rendon taking a lefty at bat and hitting like a long lefty home run. I think that's super impressive. I think that's insane. That blows my mind. I took some at bats, Savannah Banana with a wooden bat. I could barely leave the infield. Full swing, and I could hit a single to left field. Anthony Rendon casually hit a home run to right field in his first ever lefty at bat in the show. It was against Brett Phillips. I get it. He's lobbing it in there. But um, I find that impressive. And then more impressive, Reed Detmers. And uh, I don't know if Jimmy's seen this yet. Um, Reed Detmer's final stat line, nine innings, zero hits, zero earned runs, only one walk. Do you know how many strikeouts, PBD? I do not know how many strikeouts. Two. <clears throat> so that's kind of fun. You know, I, I know that's, uh, that might surprise some people listening because we get impressed by strikeouts these days. But there is a part of it that without that many strikeouts. There's a lot of balls in play. This is a team no-hitter. Um, so good for Reed Detmers. Again, this kid's a legit prospect. Um, he was a first-round pick. Um, yeah, out of the Ville. They basically called him s- straight up. Um, you know, he's now got 11 starts in the majors. He got roughed up last year. Adding yesterday's start, he uh, his numbers look pretty good. A 3.77 ERA. Um, so, hey, I'm not saying Reed Detmers, the 22-year-old, is the solution now for the Halos. That's a pretty cool thing to have on your belt. We'll see what it means for the rest of the year, for the rest of his career. The teams I just mentioned. Man, oh, man. There's a couple other teams around baseball. San Diego, they're 20-11. and 11, Some good vibes there. Um, the Brewers. Brewers are nasty. 20-11, their pitching's gross. Um, twins are off to a fun start. Houston's really good perennially and Justin Verlander, another no hitter that almost happened. The two New York teams and the two LA teams. I mean, can you script this any better for like sports radio? They've got the juice right now. If you don't believe in juice in baseball, then I don't know, but the Yankees are 21 and eight. It, even their losses are like super close games. They lost four to two to the Rangers, um, and they had they had a bunch of runners on base in the eighth inning. Like they had a chance on it. Um, their last loss before that, you have to go back a while, uh, was a three nothing game to the Tigers. They were battling in that game. Like the Yankees, have they lost a game by more than three runs this year? BBD, if you can double-check me, I don't think they have. The Yankees. I think the Yankees' two biggest losses this year are... Th- are they lost one game 5 nothing. I think they only have one loss by more than three runs. Which, okay, if you're sitting at home listening to this, you're like, Jake, that kind of doesn't mean anything. That kind of does. They're in every game. Um, which allows you to come back and have a walk-off by Glaber Torres, to have a walk-off by Aaron Judge. Hit that gritty around the bases, babe. I love it. I love it. Yankee fans are on cloud nine right now. 
We'll see if they can get a mini two-game sweep of the Blue Jays. Then they'll head to the Chicago White Sox for four. That's going to be fun. Dylan Cease leading Major League Baseball in strikeouts. Saw that fun fact on the elevator on the way in. One of those weird elevator computers we have in our building that just pops up the most random stats. The most random things in the world. I've learned probably weirdly a lot from that, including I think I saw the Cease one this morning. Like how it gets there, I have no idea, but I appreciate it and I'll use it. Um, The New York Mets have the juice. They added a ton of talent. Jacob DeGrom has not pitched for them, and he was their franchise as of last season. Uh, we'll wait for more and more health updates to them. For him, for them, uh, Max Scherzer, Buck Showalter, they've changed the culture. That team is not out of any game. They're having fun. The Los Angeles Dodgers are stacked. They're the definition of stacked. Um you know, who knows if Dustin May comes back this year and what kind of role he finds himself in. Walker Bueller, this game is too easy for him. Um, watch him on Sunday Night Baseball. Look at all of his stats. I think he's 100 starts in, and it's just it's ridiculous. He's 27 years old. Clayton Kershaw still doing the damn thing. Urias is 25. Go look at Tony Gonsolin's. Baseball reference page, you're going to be blown away. Hmm. If I gave you blind stats on Tony Gonsolin, you'd think he's one of the best young pitchers in baseball, and he's just ignored by them. Get me a career ERA on Tony Gonsolin, DVD. I bet it starts with a two. It does. What is it? It's pretty well into the twos. It's a 2-6. How many innings? 169. So like a full season. What we consider a full season of baseball. And that's over three seasons, I think, for Catterday. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, if whatever baseball team you're a fan of, if you had a if you had a 28-year-old starting pitcher that had a 2-6 ERA or whatever it is over three seasons, you'd say he's like your golden boy. Dodgers treat him like a guy. Like, oh, maybe <clears> the pen. Maybe, oh, we need a start. Like, come on, Gonsolin. It's ridiculous. Um, They have dudes in their bullpen. Again, who knows what Dustin May comes back, what that could look like. They've got a lot of guys in their bullpen out. I, I mean, they are just a stacked roster. And then one of the stories of this young season, a team that I'm feeling happy for now that I tied tied my boat to their dock. The Angels, man, and it's something I've decided I believe in in sports. It's high-level talent. Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, the one and two guys in the game, are on this team. Trout was hurt. Like all last year, Otani has his nuts breakout season. Sure. Anthony Rendon. I love Anthony Rendon. I do. Um, The fact he doesn't have a pulse blows my mind. Um, The fact that he is the the ultimate version of not having a pulse. Like, the ultimate. Like, put Anthony Rendon, give me all of your players that play without a pulse, like your stone-cold killers. Like, there's some pitchers out there that never react to things, sure. Anthony Rendon, he's, he's borderline alive on the baseball field. Blows my mind. Some of the plays he makes at third... He had a lefty home run casually. That'll always blow my mind. I know some people kind of don't care about it. To me, 
It's just incredible. It, it's not like he like yanked it down the line. It's like a like out of the dimensions of of Angel Stadium on the top of my head. It's a real homer. It's like to like the power alley. And it's not off a real pitcher. I get that. Sure. Um, you know, a, a you know, a playoff home run in a tied game obviously must much more important. By the way, go check out when he was in the World Series and that whole season he had. Um, just the fact that guys can do that. Like I could train I could train for the next 3 years as hard as I could and my best chances of hitting a home run are like a fly ball at Fenway or like I don't know, cranking one. Like also also Fenway like hitting the pesky pole. Like that's full-blown training for 3 years, everything I got. Tony Rendon just casually lefty banger. Um, and more importantly, it circles back. Juice, man. Baseball juice is real. Baseball juice is so real. And the Angels have it, man. The Angels have it. Remember when uh, our guy Joe Madden walked in a run to start the season and we were like, is he going to be this team's Achilles heel? I don't know. Weird guy. Don't get me wrong. Some of the stuff he does, I'm not about it. But, man, they just have good vibes and they have so much talent that that's what, that was the thing I kept harping on. If a Brandon Marsh, I didn't think it was going to be Taylor Ward, but it's been Taylor Ward so far. If they had a couple guys break out a little bit, their lineup was out of control. Jared Walsh is stud. Anthony Rendon's getting it going. Shohei Otani, Trout. Taylor Ward has been Trout-like this year. And when you throw a no-hitter, good job, Reed Detmers. Uh, 43rd number of overall prospect this year. So know that he's, you know, he's got the potential to be a, a guy. Um, Cindergaard's been good for them. Patrick Sandoval's been really good. Shohei pitching has been nails. They have a bullpen. Loop to para Iglesias. Like, The Angels are for real. The Angels are for real. We'll uh, see what it means the rest of the way. Um, yeah, Nate Steele, our resident Angels guy in the chat. Glad you hopped on this season. I am too. I am too. I Don't get me wrong. It's a long baseball season. There's a lot of ball to be played. We're going to be talking about a lot of teams like this. I think the White Sox at some point are going to catch fire. They have too much talent. They have too much talent. Um, that's kind of the biggest baseball updates from last night. Um, man, what a night in baseball. What a night in baseball. And BBD, what a night. You want to start hitting lefty homers? This might help you. Literally, literally what a night. All of that. And by the way, we're about to have some fun. Because uh, I mentioned Trevor and I on Talking Baseball. Uh, my topic, Trev talks about some of the free agent signings and how those are going. I always think that's interesting. A little buyer's remorse, a little buyer beware. Uh, you know, I was hammering the table for the Yankees to get Trevor's story. That ain't been so fun in Boston. And maybe we'll even be talking about Trevor's story in a minute as we do the all-struggle bus team for the first month of the season. And, uh, you know, that'll be an emphasis on these guys can still change their season around. And I think you'll be shocked by some of the names that are having not bad first months, but, like, putrid. Dreadful. 
putrid first month. And this is brought to you by Athletic Greens. People, I'm going to start telling people I'm in on this. I need to tighten it up. AG1 Athletic Greens. Uh, do you not have time for a big old diet? All that meal prep, all that stuff. Are you looking for more energy? I think we all are. Let's be honest. No one's ever been like, I need less energy. There's a couple guys. There's a couple guys. Um, AG1, Athletic Greens. You're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, and probiotics to help you start the day right. Supports your gut health. Mm. Nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. Literally all the things Athletic Greens does. It's lifestyle-friendly. If you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, Athletic Greens is good there. Um, And, like, it's good for travel. Like, you can keep up with this. I'm going to. I want to be Athletic Greens' number one model. Summer's coming. At some point, I got to start thinking about, like, a wedding. To make it easy for you, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Jake. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Jake to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Athleticgreens.com slash Jake, people. That's my name. Go check it out. Let's get healthy. Let's get sexy. Oh, tweet from the Amarillo Sod Poodles. Morning, Jake. I might hit them with a waking Jake. Um, BBD, we are going to do the all-struggle bus team. Um, again, we hit the one-month point of the season. Uh, like I keep referencing on Talking Baseball, we talk about it a little bit. Uh, pitching is up. The balls are dead. You put that in a blender, short spring training, whatever else you want. Um, we've got people flirting with no-hitters every night. Verlander got through eight, right? Nestor was through seven. Yeah, it was seven one, I think. Reed Detmers got one last night. We had the Mets combined for one. Um, man, there are people that are struggling this season, big time. In Yankee Land, we've been ripping pissed at Joey Gallo. Like, there's, you know, he's not fit for the city. Um, you know, the three true outcomes, that doesn't work. We'll see. Uh, so far, it hasn't been great. But, like, I don't even think he makes this list. So, uh, I think, BBD, we're going to assemble to make this team together. Um, I don't know if you're a Fangraphs guy or baseball reference or wherever you get your stats. Um, but, basically, the whole thought process of this exercise, I think we'll end up finding our threshold of the all kind of guys who are struggling team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so let's start with the catcher position. Uh, there are two guys that when when I looked out, I, I think I've got my winner. Uh, one of my eligible candidates was Austin Nola, who, you know, not the biggest name in the baseball realm. Um, you know, he's put together a solid little career as he's become a catcher. He's got a 537 OPS in 25 games right now. Not great, Bob. Um, there's a name that's like a big, like he's he's been around baseball for a long time as an elite level hitting catcher. I think I'm putting Yasmani Grandal. I was about to say, I think he's 
If you if you were going Nola, I was gonna say I think you, I think we need to consider Grindal. So listen to these numbers, people, and this is part of this exercise. And again, this will kind of be like slump watch. We're we're doing this because these guys' numbers aren't gonna end up here. These guys are gonna end up a lot better than this. Yasmani Grandal, after a month of baseball, 26 games, 106 plate appearances. He's hitting 169, a 292 on base, a 225 slugging, a 517 OPS. This is a guy with a career 799 OPS. This start of the season has taken him out of the eights. 517 OPS. That's so bad. That's so bad. And it all, again, pitching. One month of baseball is tough. Dead balls. Guy's got one home run. Three extra base hits. Yes, Monty Grandal in 26 games has scored three runs. He's touched home plate three times. That's not great. That's not great. So I think Yasmani Grandal is our official catcher of the All-Struggle Bus team. I think it's... You look at that baseball reference, OPS plus in the positives every year. Every and, year. And through his first 26 games so far. Way under. He's got eleven parts of 11 seasons. Every year. He's had an incredible... Pretty significantly career. above for that position. He's a he's like a great hitting catcher. Um, and yeah, right now he is a 58 OPS plus. He's like half of your average hitter. Um, and like, sure, I, I guess... Not even, I was going to say he has a reputation of being one of these, like one of the more pure three true outcome guys. But even then, like last year, he ended up in a... Like batting average wise in a in a fine place. I'm, I'm guessing the strikeout walk rates are still very high. So so still playing that game, but right. like he was like kind of his stat line was like Gal, where it's like I guess on the whole this is good. No, he ended up at at 240 batting average last year, 230 the year before. So it's it's really not even. No, I I think he just he had a little bit there where he's funky. Um, there's just so many walks. It was walks or homers only for a little bit. Yeah, um, no extra base hits so far this year. It's, Brutal. At the first pace position, we have options, which again is part of this exercise. Yuli Gurriel, who by the way uh, won the batting title last year, he currently has a 558 OPS, a 66 OPS plus. I think that's going to change. And guess what? He doesn't even get the title because there's a runaway winner at first base, Joey Votto. Joey Votto, who I've praised for his oh. comeback um, the past two seasons, the short 2020 season, and then he did it full 2021, a 938 OPS last year. That is high level. Elite. Joey Votto in 22 games this year, 122 batting average. A career 300 hitter, 122. MVP in the bag. 278 on base, a 135 slugging. He has one extra base hit. He has one double in 22 games, a 413 OPS. Joey Votto's on the struggle bus, man. Um, and I don't know what it is. And I here's why part of the reason I want to do this exercise. I want to see if we ended up with all old guys. Because that's the other part of this. You know, dead ball pitching's better. And if you're getting older. 
That's did, a, you, did you just fall off naturally a bit? It's a tough formula, but uh, Joey Votto is your runaway first base winner for the All Struggle Buff. Struggle Buff. A little lispy from me. A little lispy from me. And that happens. Let's go to second base and Candidates. We, we have options. Uh, Marcus Simeon just signed a big boy contract. Marcus Simeon just signed a big boy contract. And uh, I'm interested to see if he'll... He still has a chance to win this. Because he's hitting 171 with a 461 OPS. That's bad. Especially when your expectations are up here. Jonathan Scope. Sneaky good career at this point. 165 homers. uh, A career 740 OPS. And you know, it's solid. 157, 241, a 442 OPS. I think if it's him or Simeon with expectations, you go Simeon. Brendan Rodgers isn't hitting. I'm not even going to mention his stats. Trevor Story. Mentioned him. Trevor Story, you're like, wow, this guy's playing bad. He doesn't even measure up. Whit Merrifield, the guy I met, nice guy, came to the house. He's hitting 139. With a 179 on base and a 346 OPS. Now, this gets tricky for me, BBD. Because Whit Merrifield, he's been on a slight decline. He still hits. Debuted fairly late, so. Right, he's 33 now. He's deceptively older. I think I'm going to cover Whit's butt. It's been bad. He's been playing a lot of right field, too, so maybe we'll save him. I think I'm putting Simeon um, just because the expectations are so high. And the stats are, like, just as bad. Well, Whitmerfield's a little worse. 139, 179, 346 OPS. And the- <laughs> it's a guy with a career 332 on base. He has a 346 OPS. Last year led baseball and doubles. Yes, doubles and stolen bases. Yeah. So even it makes it happen. Speed is like speed is supposed to be kind of a slump buster. Yeah, we hit a chopper. If we if we could do our our game where it's we, we like see what if our stolen base counts towards your OPS a little bit. Last year it would have been great. Then he's then he's in like a, a different fine tier. if not very good spot. Um, he gets covered by Marcus Simeon for now. Uh, Marcus Simeon signed a massive contract. 171, 236, 461 OPS. Marcus Simeon, you are on the struggle bus. Whit Merrifield's OPS plus four. Yeah. Whit, and hey, you dodged a bullet right now. You played half your games in right field. We might see in a minute. Hmm. So that's the bad news for yeah. you, my Simeon, friend. Simeon, closing thought on the second base. So I like, yeah, story probably should be getting more of a, a discussion there. It is the first time playing second base. So many things change. Sure, Simeon. Also changed teams and contracts, all that. Change teams. He was just so good at second base last year that it's just like, yeah, you know, he's fine. On the, you know, the defensive end's not fucking with. Him. I know, I know, OPS isn't everything, but all of Story's numbers are a lot better than Simeon's currently. And I know that doesn't mean a lot, but it's kind of this whole exercise. We all have players on our favorite teams who are struggling worse than we've probably ever seen. And that's kind of the whole point of this exercise. So yeah. you're, there's there's a person on your favorite team where you're like, oh, they're a lock to be on this? Go check out a Whit Merrifield. Go check out a Joey Votto. I can't believe that. 
Guys TikToking a lot. Um, let's go to shortstop. I'll tell you who won't be JP Crawford. Awesome start to the season. Um, oh, oh. Um, the first couple names that came up. One is Kyle Farmer, who I, I don't know. He's not in a lot of people's books, and I don't want to be mean on the kid. One of the second names that popped up was Miggy Rojas, and I'm, I'm too close to the situation. Mm. Um, uh, Bo Bichette is off to a mess start, but it feels like he can change that so quickly. Elvis Andrews. That's kind. Of, that's but a little is bit he what done? He's, what he's been for a couple years. Now. Yeah. Where's Bichette at? I can't. Put, I'm not putting Miggy Rowe on the All Struggle Bus team. Oh. I'm. I've fucking pride. It's definitely. I shout out the shortstops. This is we might have to get the most creative we've had to get. What are Corey Seager's numbers? Seven twenty six OPS. No, that's like great yeah. this year. He's the number eleven shortstop by OPS. I put Ahmed Rosario because I'm just not putting oh, Ahmed Rosario. Ah, ah. 279 slugging. That's pretty bad. I don't know where I'm, most of these have gone into it. Not looking before we get to below 600 OPS. I don't know how he's at a 620. And he's got some expectations attached. Go look at Detroit's whole lineup. Yeah. It is nuts that Javi gets an exception. Not putting Miggy Rose. I'm not putting Miggy Rose. I'm not putting Miggy Rose. I'm at Rosario. Just put it on there. He's not doing well. Over it. 279 slugging. That's really bad. I'm at Rosario. Struggle bus. Damn it, Miggy. 573 OPS for Ahmed Rosario. And it's just not Miggy Rojas. So back off. Okay, he's like listed as there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Ahmed Rosario is fine. He's just, he's not doing good. Okay. Moving on. Done talking about, hey, good job, shortstops. Not a ton of struggle busters. The third base position. We know this is the elite position of Major League Baseball right now. There's so much talent there. Ho! Okay. Yeah, I thought we were going to give it to this guy. Uh, This guy's kind of a friend. um, So I do feel bad. But he, he would admit he's on this list. So should I put Miggy Rowe? Put Miggy Rowe. Because we're going to... We love this left side. Oh, fuck, dude. I love Miggy Rowe. Yeah, like, maybe too much. Big Rosario stays. Rosario stays. This will be our friend on the team. Justin Turner. Justin Turner. Think about this. There are ways you can butter knife Justin Turner's stats to make him look like... One of the most consistent power contact bats that there's been over the last three years of baseball. If you do, if you do like batting average with on base, like OPS, batting average on base, essentially OPS, you can chop up Justin Turner to be one of the best hitters over the last three, five years. This is what he's done in 2022. 200 batting average, 252 on base, a 300 slugging, a 552 OPS. I think he's done better recently, 
which is good news. Might have found something. He had a huge night last night against Pittsburgh. Good, get right. Coming into last night, he was 168. He's up to 200. He was a 469 OPS yesterday. He's 552 today. So, this is the whole point. It's early in the season and nobody's been hitting. Um, Good for Justin Turner. Hopefully finding his way off the struggle bus. Um, Yeah, and Justin Turner is a guy. If we, you know, all decade team or something, the number of years doesn't quite add up. You go 20. People would be surprised. 14 to 2024. He'd be in the mix. Which we're not, we're obviously not to that year yet. He's, it's a deep position, but he'd be in that conversation as the third baseman representing the last decade. He'd be very much in the mix. I mean, other third baseman in play here, uh, Jammer Candelario, um, Gio Urshela, Bobby Witt Jr. Um, hey, sorry. Sorry, JT, but I know you'll be good. You're getting off the struggle bus. Um, let's go to left field. I'm... I'm really excited to see the outfield. I feel like we're going to see some messy names here. Um, going to left field first, I guess a little left to right. And I think we're going to get our first Red Sox, BBD. Um, and again, this is where people need to realize, because there are options here. Tyler O'Neill is off to a bad start this season. Marcelo Zuna is off to a bad start this season. Jorge Soler. Off to a bad start this season. I think they're all getting beat by Alex Verdugo. I have one other name. Who else you got? It's another guy we love a lot. Wink Show. Who? Jesse Winker. Winker, yes. No. His slash more or less identical. Yeah. All-star last year. He's just drawing all these walks and seeing the ball so well. Um, no, you're. This left field should be circled, and maybe I'll post it. Tyler O'Neill, Soler, Winker, Ozuna, Arozarena, Verdugo. I'm gonna put Verdugo. Um, the numbers dislike him the most, and we actually like Verdugo, so it's not like Red Sox Yankee stuff. Um, Alex Verdugo is 213, 252 on base, a 576 OPS. This guy is career 283, 340, 773. We're getting mauled, man. I, I, early He's, season baseball, dead balls, pitching good. Red Sox having a bad time as a team. Sorry, Verdugo, you're on the struggle bus. So, a lot of left fielders are. A lot of left fielders. Dude, that's... Like, Gallo's not in the, this conversation. How crazy is that? That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, Let's go to center field. Center field, a position we always warn you, don't expect the same amount of hitting from the center field position. Um, Mike Trout and Aaron Judge are changing that a little bit. George Springer, watch out. Ho! My goodness, we got options again, BBD. Mm-hmm. Um, another Red Sox, E.K. Hernandez has popped up. I think he might have a little cover. Trent Grisham uh, with very similar numbers, if not worse. Christian Pache, our young rookie king, is having a bad time. 
He's having a bad time. Adam Duvall, my hits under king, might be making me look okay. Or no, RBI, RBI. under. He's got 14. Not bad, kid. Yeah, with minimal like production. Yeah. He's producing. <laughs> he might put some eggs on my faces. Um, I'm going to go just to save a little bit of Red Sox face here. I'll go Trent Grisham. His numbers are the same as Kike's, basically. Trent Grisham, 149. 238 slugging. I mean, if you only know Trent Grisham from the wild card game, uh, he's become a ball player. 730 OPS. From center field, like, that's legit. He's been positive OPS plus the last two seasons. He currently has an OPS of 503 and an OPS plus of 53. So a lot of fives and threes. Trent Grisham, you're on the struggle, boss. Let's jump over to right field. And we'll check out DH. We'll see what's going on there, I guess. I've got a clear DH. Okay, that's huge. That's good news. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Whit Merrifield. (laughs) (laughs) It's Whit Merrifield. Avisail Garcia has been bad. 43 wins uh, WRC+. plus. Jackie Bradley Jr. Never been a hitter per, per se. He does Never a lot of other stuff. offense now. first. I mean, Hunter Renfro hasn't been good. Um, like, I mean, we get Tapia on, on the fan graphs, like sorting by, by just OPS. I mean... We're getting into where baseball's at, where we talked yesterday on Talking Baseball. We mentioned that Robbie Grossman is in, like, the positives, and he's... He's on these lists. And he's, like, not far positionally on this list. Detroit has had me... Detroit's had me uncomfortable for 24 hours. Um, Cardinals want more from Dylan Carlson. I mean, Dylan... Like, Cardinals fans would probably be shocked. They'd be like, oh, Carlson's got to be on here, right? No, he's getting trumped by like three guys, and Whit Merrifield is the one. His kind of can't. His stats are crazy. Can't escape. Negative three WRC plus. Avisail Garcia dodges a little bit of a bullet. Yeah, got Avisail Garcia. That contract bad. supposed to. Vibes are Miami. I think are are still mostly good, generally speaking. But I mean, him and Miggy Rowe are about to go nuts, dude. About to go nut job. So happy we didn't put Mickey Rowe on the team. So I want to make a graphic, and I just can't. I can't do that. Um, ooh, DH, we get. I think I see a concerning spot. I think I see your DH options. Um, so there's a guy that I know is DHing. You go, Nelly. Yeah, it's Nelson Cruz. Um, you know, a couple names have popped up. I mean, Fran Mil Reyes, it's not the start he wants to get off to, but he can he can save that kind of quick. It's like a, it's a different it's a different stat line than Nelly. Miggy Cabs, McCutcheon, I mean Salvador Perez, I mean he's a catcher, but Yeah. There's a lot and there's a lot of guys in this group that like eh. They're qualifying as a DH because they've played. Right, they've played a little bit of DH. Yeah, mix in. It's Nelson Cruz. He's an all-time power hitter. And the numbers are just... 
again, I, I think Nelson Cruz would be like, hey, man, yeah, I'm, I'm not a 513 OPS guy. I'm a career 867 OPS guy. You know, this guy's approaching 500 home runs. He's closer to 500 home runs than 400 home runs. Um, and yeah, he's older, and that was the, another part of this exercise. Like, you hope it's it's not just gone. Um, he did hit 32 home runs last year. So yeah. with like a with like a, a bad second half. Yeah. So when it when it say it's gone for Nelson Cruz, um, so I think that's the all struggle bus team. And uh, again, I, I've told you five times now. The point of this exercise is there are guys on your team who are struggling. Struggling to a level that after a month of baseball, you're normally like, whoa. Like, this guy's got to get off the team, or this guy's got to go Phantom IL, or this, this guy's got to do something. We got to make, make sure he's at the bottom of the lineup. We got we to do something. This isn't right. Every team across the league has those guys right now. Every team. It, Cleveland, who's been going nut job. Fran Mill could have been on this super easy. Um... Every team has a guy that's struggling right now that are numbers you're not used to seeing on a baseball field because the pitching is crazy good, the balls are super dead, and it's one month of baseball. And that's it. I mean, the formula makes sense. So I don't know what you do with it. Uh, I don't think you cut and run on guys. I think you got to give them a little more leash. We'll see if a juicy ball ever comes back this season. Um, and if you're looking to deep dive into something similar to this, uh, we talked about this second half of Talking Baseball out with me and Trev and Beeps um, after talking some of the free agents. So that's the all-struggle bus team. So happy Miggy Rowe was cl- not even close to being on it. That would have been problematic. Um, oh, missed call from Zach. Oh, Should I call him? Yeah. I'll call him. Calling Zach Esposito, everyone's favorite. I'm not going to put the phone on speaker just in case. It's serial. But I will talk into the mic. Hey, hey Zach, it's Jake. You're uh I'm I'm live on Wake and Jake. You're not on the microphone. Mm. How you doing? They're talking. They're okay. Great time. Let me um that's why I didn't I didn't Put you on the speaker because I was like, "Whoa, Zach's calling me." Um, let me. Uh, should I call you back in a minute? I'm kind of wrapping up. We're wrapping up. Oh. Oh wow. Holy smokes. Um. All right. I'll I'll call you back in like four minutes. All right. Love you. Set it back. Um. Okay. Let's finish up the episode, people. Um. How about that treat? Uh, how about that treat for the Wake and Jake community? BBD, let's wrap it up. There's two NBA Game 5s last night. They were both duds. Yeah. Didn't come onto my radar. Big duds. Um, I mean, Miami rolled over Philly to take a 3-2 lead at home. Phoenix rolled over Dallas to take a 3-2 lead at home. We'll see. The Game 6 are entertaining because if you're setting up a Game 7, I'm in for that. But the Game 5s. Duds. Baseball stole the show. Proud of you, baseball. Real proud of you. Tom Brady got paid a billion bucks. That was cool. 
That's pretty cool. Uh, BBD, let's go to the comment of the day. Bakers, I ask you guys to bake the algorithm. Subscribe. Um, review. Party. Whatever it is you're doing. Um, we thank you. The episode also got broken up last time. Sorry about that. Um, oh, yeah, that was... Yeah, you know, tech, tech monster stuff happened. So, yeah, last week was a double split episode, so I've got double the comments to go through. I'll do my best. Um, Snarly Charlie was happy I answered his question about the blackouts last time. Appreciate that. Um, <laughs> DJ Carner said you got robbed on that GeoGuessr click, Jake. Uh, yeah, uh, we had another GeoGuessr vid come out Uh if you haven't if you haven't been watching that stuff, I I just I highly recommend it. I think you guys know by now I don't I don't like being overly pushy on our stuff. Um the GeoGuessr stuff is flames emoji for lack of a better term. Um Tom Nelligan said, I'm fairly lucky being in Australia. I never get blacked out from MLB TV for local regions. Yeah, that's good. Uh, the only thing that gets him is YouTube exclusive. Then YouTube gives you the dreaded not available in your country. How about that, man? Not available in your country. What year is it? What are we doing? Um, and then, uh, yeah, on the episode before that, someone said, feel like Gallo might be getting hot. We'll see. He's not yet. Not hot. He's not as cold. He's not. We don't know. <laughs> we just don't know. Uh, Joey Gallo is part of the inspiration for this whole episode in general. So we'll see what's going on with JoJo. JoJo, what do you know? Um, so thank you guys for baking the algorithm. Leave a comment. Tell me about your sports. Tell me who's struggling on your team. Or maybe, how about this? Tell me who you thought was struggling worse on your team that maybe this opened it up for you. Um, or tell me what's going on in your sports world. You know that's what I love. So thank you guys. Keep listening, baking the algorithm. You guys are the best. I love you. Uh, my bro, bro of the night. Um, it's going to go to Tom Brady, actually. Um, I know he's got a few. He loves them. He loves getting that award. He, we quickly forget. I explained this to Jess at dinner last night. Jess is back. That's huge. We got dinner together. It was nice. I said, did you hear the Tom Brady news? She said, no. I said, he just got a television contract to broadcast games. She said, oh, good. I laughed because something that should precurse that is, again, remember he retired? Yeah. And then he came back a month later. I think there's still people that still mentally are like, he's retired. Especially when it comes out that you just signed a 10-year, $375 million contract to call games. He's not retired. He's playing baseball. He's playing football, actually. He got drafted to play baseball. He's playing football this year. He's on the Bucks. He's their quarterback. They were in the playoffs last year. I bet you they're in the playoffs this year. He signed a contract that when he's done playing football, he's never broadcasted a game. He will get $37.5 million. Per year for 10 years. $375 million. That'd be the biggest contract in baseball history, right? I think so. Who's got the record? Does Trout Does have Trout... it, technically? Biggest MLB contract. Is that like where Harper's ended up? In Harper, Harper was 13 for 30. So there's three more years and less money. 
Trout, four twenty six five. That was there's some like extension math to be done on that. So Trout kind of has a he is twelve twelve four twenty six and a half. What the hell was that contract? Anyways, did it like right after the Harper one got signed too? I think so. It's just like uh, that's just out there. Uh, Tom Brady retired. He's the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. He retired. He came back. He got a contract to call games on TV for $375 million. Hasn't ever done it. He's not even doing it next year. He's competing to win the Super Bowl. That gets you a bro tonight. That whole conversation last night. the year after next, maybe. Conversation was exciting for my Jessica. Also sad and confused. Just like our sex. BBD, do you have a bro in the night? Uh, kind of a sad one. John Morant's out. Yeah. That's just tough. disappointing. That's how that is almost certainly ending for that team. It fits my narrative perfectly. Yeah. It fits my narrative too perfectly. I think Jaws going to come back and be mean next year. And I thought Golden State was going to bully them with their experience and all their guys. I didn't expect the John Moran injury. That sucks. He's out. He's not playing. At this point, I'm rooting for game seven because I don't know. I don't think John Morant could sit that game out. I don't know if there's enough security in the building to make sure John Morant wouldn't play in a game seven. Um, I, I don't think it gets there. I, I think and Golden State gives them the bully and John Morant comes back mean next year. MJ after the bad boy Pistons. Get better, John. Hope you're not super hurt and you're half hiding it still. Because they still say like knee, not contusion, but I mean, they haven't said any of the bad, bad words. They've they've said like they fully expect him ready to go for next season. They're calling it a bone bruise, which I don't know. Not fun. Not a doctor. Um, Get better, John. We love you. John Boy Media, we are getting better every day. We've got a funky one today. JJR is coming up in a little bit. There's going to be a Talking Yanks series recap episode because of a two-gamer against Toronto. We just did a Talking Yanks yesterday. We did a Talking Yanks day before that. Talking Baseball is out. Me and Trev, I've hyped that enough. Compound Ian Happ. Morning with John Boy back. Amp app. Girls' Day today, Paxton and Co. That's fun. Told you that Gio Gesser. Gio Gesser. Armor Fane's always done. Don't start a fight. Those is the best. He's got you covered. Thank you guys. Share with friends. A good waking Jake. Share with a friend. Share with a friend. Uh, Wordle later. Everything. Uh, You guys are the best. I love you. Take it. Have a great week. Have a great week. See you Monday.